Welcome into episode number maybe never of Jobbing Out, as in when is the next time that you're going to hear the opening music from Jobbing Out? <laughs> maybe never. I, uh, I can't promise. You should have done an acapella. Yeah, I don't have it in me. I just can't promise. Wait, what, what was that one? Yeah, that actually sounded like the Pornhub theme. That's like, that's like the guitar riff in the R-Truth music. It does this wow, 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 wow. It's, I promise you it does it. Uh, jobbing out. Aaron <laughs> Oster. I think it's the one with no lyrics that does that. There's I, like a weird. I, I didn't know there was one with I was, no lyrics. I was ready. I was ready to bail. You're now you're gonna make this a thing. Now yeah, there's a there's an R Truth. There's a version of the R Truth music when they stopped letting him do the what's up and he would just come out and it has this like really cheesy guitar line in it. You gotta uh, now you gotta go? find it. How's it it's like a cheesy guitar so like someone picked up a guitar in a guitar center guitar solo <laughs> um I would like to do the entire episode of this show about that final shot on Smackdown on Friday night <laughs> <laughs> look man i I have I have had people. That have asked me if I'd just be willing to put aside what I wanted or put aside what I think would have been better and try to enjoy it, whatever it ends up being. And I've I've said to them, when we get to WrestleMania, and actually now this is a little bit, I, I unfortunately won't be able to watch Saturday night because now I have to host the Ed Block Courage Awards on Saturday night here locally. Um, so I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch. But I, if I was watching, I think in the moment, the answer would probably be yes, right? Like that. I it's, now Sunday night and when Cody actually <laughs> won the title, I don't, I don't know that I'll be able to do that. But short of it, everything else, I will probably just be able to to judge in the moment based on whatever the show is that they produce. And this is not the only problem. We can get to the other the the, the showcase matches that are so <laughs> stupid that when they told Adam Pierce to explain why they mattered, he literally could. so i i i think that for the most part other than cody winning i'll be able to just watch the show and let the show be the show and not you know get soaked up in all of these things but jesus h christ (laughs) the shot cutting back to cody to remind you that he's john cena like that's what he is. It, 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 it's just so unbelievable to me. I, I, it's a weird thing, Brandon, because you have convinced you're, you're convinced that um, the kind of smart crowd has just gone now that they are with AEW, and you know the evidence is starting to point that way. But the truth is, while smart crowds sucked a lot. My God, did we need smart crowds for this run to WrestleMania? Because how are we just accepting this bullshit? Because you, here's the thing I keep forgetting to say, and I mean to say every week, and maybe I did say it once, but I, I forget to hammer this point home. This is an unprecedented situation. The, the WWE has never chosen someone that we wanted them to choose to do this with before. And I think that's part of this. It's... There we was a person. 
We've what? never wanted anyone to be John Cena. We've no, never... no, no, no. Okay, but you're you're not getting what I'm putting down. I'm saying they've never decided to run with someone. Whatever you want to take from that, like you're going to take it to what they're specifically doing. I'm just saying in general, they've never taken someone that we that we've written off as never being able to be in this position and run with someone in this position in that way. At least if they if they've done it, it's been a very long time since they perceive to have picked the person we want them to pick instead of the person we don't want them to pick, like a Roman Reigns, a Sheamus, a whatever person they were trying to put in this position. And, and, and not not just pick to do something, but pick to, to be the guy. Be the yeah. guy. Or, or or at least for now the guy, right? The the person that they're they're tying everything to for now, they've never picked the person that is the person we would have picked. Or the person we would have said in a hot take, or the person well, we okay. would have. I would, I would argue against that because that would be. I think that would actually be the argument for Drew McIntyre before the pandemic, and and the pandemic messed with everything. But my, right. so, my so, yes, my you're right. That, that that he would qualify. You're right. My, my opposition to Drew McIntyre was well, you didn't tell the story. And again, what I kept saying is, it's not that it's the wrong person; it's a great person. It's that you failed to tell a story for the entirety of the fall. You just sort of said, "Now he's the guy." And but the problem was never the per the person was absolutely someone we all loved and thought was worthy of it, and yet he had pooped his pants the first time he had been given the opportunity. Right. And, and but 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 again, that sort of doesn't count because it never came to fruition. Right. I but mean, not no, really. Yes. The pandemic. really right. Not in a real way. But like, I think we I think I might have said the same thing then. You know what I mean? When we were talking about there not being a story and whatever, we were like, yeah, but they picked our guy. And, and, and when they pick your guy, almost nothing else matters. And I think that's this is more about that than it is about anything. And could it go to shit? Of course it could go to shit. I'm just saying, I think it, it is shit. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I mean, go to shit reaction wise. Because oh, well, yeah, you that. have to remember, that's really the only thing that matters here is uh, the, I, is the I, crowd I, accepting it and buying it. And I mean, at the end the of the day, that's what matters. It might be the only thing that matters to them. But for the sake of doing a podcast where we talk about professional wrestling and what's good and what's bad, like... Well, you know, but part I, of it is what's best for business too, right? And 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 that's a big part of it. And so, like, if you're telling me that we there's something we think would be like Aaron would think it would be awesome if like Danhausen won the WWE title at WrestleMania, right? But there's, it, but there's a line in between those two things. Like, we it's the same way. Like, there's things that are absolutely Logan Paul is good for business, but there, if Logan Paul fights Roman Reigns, we all know that's not okay. Like, there has to be a line by which we say. Good for business still has to meet good for the business. Like, and if that would have been in America, I think we would have been having a different conversation about how that was received. Yes, right? We essentially just sort of decided that we were going to punt about that entire interview and, and kind of pretend like it didn't exist. But right. to the point, like the idea that it couldn't have happened at WrestleMania, I don't believe that for a second. But it, it goes back to the same. No, thing. It's, it still could next year, right? Thousand, I mean, like, thousand percent it could. I mean, yeah, no doubt. yeah. And we all have the obligation to not just say. Well, it's good for business, so it doesn't matter. No, it matters. Like it, it, again, I, I I'm not I saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying a large part we have we do have to remember that like a large part of this is like what does the crowd react to? What is the how is the crowd receiving this whole thing, right? And we can say it's bad. Like we can say 
you know, a Nickelback song sucks, but if it sells 10 bajillion copies, the record company wants to keep putting them out, right? So, like, it, it yes, but, you're but right. It There's a balance. It, but it, it's, imp- it's imperative that we we still have to say it sucks. Like, this is sure, yeah, sure, sure. This, no, this that's is an fun. interesting thing that comes but, up throughout culture. I've dealt with this this week with the World Baseball Classic, where people on the internet have attempted to say, well, people really like it, so that makes it real. Well, that's not how it works. Like, it's an illegitimate competition where you pull a pitcher after 65 <laughs> pitches. That's not baseball. That's not a real thing. And just because you like it, you can't make it a real no, thing. No, it's stunt baseball. Um, correct. Yeah. And it's fine. It's a TV <laughs> show. It's a neat TV show. It's a really fun TV show. It's great, right? But the only thing I would push back on that, it, uh, that I might be more on the side a little bit of the people who say it's a thing just because they actually do try to compete. Like, this uh, is one of the few it, exhibition it, things where they actually... Some real... Like, it's some... I don't know what you want to call it. It's some version of a legitimate competition, but there is literally nothing in sports where your best player in the game or on the field, you just have to pull for arbitrary right. reasons. That's no, no, I get legitimate. it. Like, I, that's not I, a legitimate I, like, thing. I get, I get that, but at the same time, it's not the Pro Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's, I mean, like, I can well, agree there's a big gap in between. Yeah, oh, boy. We're, we're going down so yeah, many tangents here. But the point like, being... <laughs> We, we do this where we say things like, well, if people like it, that means it's no, we still have an obligation to say this isn't OK. And it's not OK to just force something into everything. It's the same. Con- it's the you know, it's the concept we talked about last week. There's no reason why Cody Rhodes has to be John Cena. It's almost, you know hilarious given that's what he was in AEW and they're just replicating the thing that everyone hated sure. in AEW but I was taking out the worst promos that he did and well, doing the exact same thing otherwise I, well I there's two here, there's two wait hold on there's two distinct differences one one distinct difference is again I know you want to keep saying this doesn't matter but people want him in this role and or at least for now they do like people people because of his story because you know, WWE historically shit on him. They find vindication in him being in this role, at least for now. Again, you have to keep There's saying... a massive difference between being in the role of being... But hold on, hold on, hold on. You're trying to say why it's good or why it's just... A... I'm simply explaining why the crowd's not shitting on it. That's that's the only thing I'm, I'm saying here is like, I never believed the crowd would ever shit on this. And these are all the reasons why. And I've never been able to fully articulate every reason why I never thought the crowd would shit on it. But I think the overarching reason is they picked our guy. In, in, in I'm being the crowd. They picked the guy we never thought they'd pick. And we're on board with it. And so it doesn't really matter if it's good. I think that's why they're not shitting on it. That's, that's sort of what I was responding to. Not that they should do this or that it's good. Because I will tell you, everything about the last segment on SmackDown was amazing until they did that. Like, what? <laughs> Why I did you? That, I don't know that it was amazing, but it was damn functional. It was it, like I'm, I mean, I got tears in my eyes when I, I'm no, watching I mean, it, and I knew you. it was going to happen. Yeah, God bless you, and maybe that's just part of your emotions about the people that are involved. But there is still there are still other problems we can address. Um, like it, it really only is very good if you're setting up another turn like that fact that it took this long to only get two weeks out of this almost makes it feel fake. Like you're now kind of rushing it. <laughs> Um, well, the the whole thing was rushed. Like that was actually my one nitpick about it. Other than it the was, Cody, it was. The, the other yeah. thing was that so you you have Kevin Owens go literally zero to sixty in the span right. of a show. Like that needed to breathe to Raw. 
that absolutely needed to breathe. But or, or two for, weeks ago, <laughs> like well, yeah, yeah, well, exactly. It needed to to breathe a little bit as opposed to just go zero to sixty there. But to Brandon's point, I'll, I'll say this: before the cutback to Cody, and even after the cutback to Cody, I rolled my eyes. Of course, I laughed. It was ridiculous. That was the first moment where I, I started to get a little bit of, of FOMO when it comes to WrestleMania. The idea of like, well. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are about to win the tag titles. We're about to get a really emotional moment at WrestleMania. Do I really want to miss that? And so for, you know, when you're talking about a segment, trying to build a pay-per-view, trying to get you to watch or go to a pay-per-view or to a show, um, it was absolutely exact. Well, I'm not going to say exactly what it needed to be, but it worked in that fashion. I, 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 God bless you guys. Like, God bless you for the fact that you're feeling that. I love that it's Sammy and Kevin. I like Sammy and Kevin. And crowd, it's not, uh, arena full of people seem to feel that way. An too. Arena full of people have been into everything about this. Like, I, I I'm going to keep coming back to that. For whatever reason, people have decided they don't care about any of the problems and they're just going to deal with it. And God bless. Like, I, 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 I'm if I'm yucking your yum, that's what I'm doing, man. Like, it, we just want to ignore all of this stuff and say, like what they're giving you. I, it is antithetical to everything that I've known about professional wrestling fans, but cool, man. Like cool. But it's, it's just, no, but what's, but what's it's, not, anti- but, but what is, I, I can't, I'm not using whatever <laughs> fucking dictionary word you just used. Um, it's not that though. It's if traditionally in the history of wrestling, I mean, good God, look at all the shit we watched when we were younger. All it is is fan service. Right. And Traditionally, fan service has always worked in professional wrestling, and it always will work. And so, like, if you like, it's you know, if you're doing the Star Wars movie that the nerds are going to pick apart, but everybody cries because they get to see Han Solo and Chewie and Luke Skywalker and all this stuff. I mean, again, those let's, are let's you're... take that into wrestling terms here. Let's look yeah. at the last WrestleMania we went to in New York. Was that Seth Rollins? Did that Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match make? Any sort of sense whatsoever? No, no. But they gave us what we wanted at the Correct. end. Correct. But, but that the, was the that was the least important about all of it, right? Like the but other the, thing- the women's match was also a little disappointing. But what did we do? We got what we wanted. Got at the Becky end. Becky two belts at the end. Uh, understood. But the reason why we care so deeply about that WrestleMania is because we got Kofi. Like that's the answer. We got Kofi. If they had done all the things and not given us Kofi, we wouldn't feel the same way about that WrestleMania. Period. We just it's wouldn't. not the WrestleMania though. It's just about it, it's what we were talking about. Leading up to that WrestleMania, it's give us what we want, and we will generally be happy if you give us yeah. what we want. Right. The, the issue the here is that Glenn's disagreeing with what we should want, and it's not really your place to say that. You know what no, I mean? It like, it's absolutely my place. This is what I go back to. This is what matters as a professional wrestling fan. I, it makes all the sense in the world that if you don't watch professional wrestling every week, that you just want Cody no matter what. Whatever the cost is, I've decided I like Cody, and that's what I want. I think his story matters. If you've watched professional wrestling every week, if you shamefully, and shame on me, and I've said that a billion times, shame on me for continuing to do this. If you watch five hours of professional wrestling a week, and it's more than that, but five hours of WWE main roster programming a week and have watched these stories unfold it is utterly embarrassing that they're trying to sell to me that cody rhodes is the thing that's going to end the bloodline it's embarrassing we should be embarrassed by that we should hate it but we don't you've decided it's just all that matters is cody so we don't care about anything else the hell with storytelling the hell with all of it 
we we just want this thing. So I mean, they are telling. I mean, you can't ignore that they are telling a story. They are telling a story. They're not ignoring storytelling completely. They're just ignoring the one you like. No, they're they're, Cody Rhodes has nothing to do with the bloodline. They're forcing in the idea that suddenly Cody Rhodes can be the thing that brings down the bloodline. And it's embarrassing. I mean, I think it's they're just saying that he's the Royal Rumble winner that's fighting for the title. I, I don't feel like there's Sammy and Kevin are the ones talking about bringing down the How bloodline. How did Sammy and Kevin happen, Brandon? <laughs> The savior Cody Rhodes got them together. Cody Rhodes is he was smiling the at the screen at the end. So it's embarrassing. I hear it you. I'm try- I'm just trying. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I'm trying to play devil's advocate to some of it. Like I, I think that they're you know we you come on here every year and say that WrestleMania is a slap in the face to everybody Not who watches all. wrestling all year. You, in you, New York, I didn't do that. Well, but I, you but say you it every did, other year. You, you did no. say the build to Becky Charlotte yeah, Ronda yeah. was pretty terrible. It was a bad build, but everything else was what we I wanted. thought. It, by the way, I thought it was a great build. <laughs> the shoving Charlotte. Part... No, we all talked about how awesome the segment was with the police car well, and the yeah, kicking the, the windows. Segment, but we talked about the the two months leading up to it being completely bizarre and nonsensical. And I think we, we complained about them shoving Charlotte into the middle of it, and then once well, they and did, Vince, and Vince McMahon and Stephanie and everybody else, they shoved into it. Wow, I don't even remember the Vince McMahon part. Vince suspended Becky for no That's reason right. in the middle of it. That's right. It was a bad. Okay. Build. Yeah, you're it right. It was a bad. Build and yes, I have talked a number of times about how easy some of these things should be and how easy this WrestleMania should have been, and all of that. Now, again, some people just romantically get the WrestleMania time and say, Whatever I'm getting, I'm going to choose to love it. Not always, sometimes we hijack shows, sometimes we we decide that Daniel Bryan is everything and we don't care what, what it is that you're going to give us. I don't know why it is that this time you're deciding that it's because you think we just want Cody Rhodes so much that we're willing to ignore everything else. And that's what I think it is. I think they, they picked I, their guy this time. I, they picked, they picked a guy they couldn't believe they picked, you know, like it was, I think all those same people were love the Sammy story would have been totally fine with it, but they're like, Oh, we're getting, Cody in the title picture, okay, but there's probably several things they could have done that weren't that that would have blown up in their face in the situation. I I do I, believe that. I I don't I don't know what else they could have done at this point. I'm trying. They to piv- pivot right back to Drew McIntyre. I think you easily could have got him booed in the Sami Zayn situation. In the Sami Zayn situation, if you had gone done everything, it, 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 else- if you if you had pivoted from Sammy to Drew, correct. Yeah, if you had done everything else the exact same way, and then yes. pivoted from Sammy to Drew, I don't I don't know that it would be. I do not think you have the fervent behind it. Yeah, situation gonna, that you have I'm with gonna, Cody Rhodes. I'm I'm only going to disagree because every time they've elevated Drew McIntyre, they've gotten exactly what they wanted out of him. Yeah, but I'm just so going to say in this situation, when you have a guy who's already been there, listen, you're taking all of the bonuses that Cody has going for him, right? Guy from other company, guy who's never been there, guy who's never been in this position, guy who's been in cetera. front of crowd I, for the first time largely I, I, understand yes. every, I understand everything you're you saying you take a you take a basically stale character that you've had for the past year doing nothing slam him in there that's not that's not true you're it doing, is true he literally was in a position where he was he should have beaten roman reigns no but after that 
Yes, he's had a bad few months, but that would have been changed because by Royal Rumble season, he would have been winning the Royal Rumble. So you're trying to pretend like three months of bad overwhelms a year of being. I mean, Karrion Cross let, let, and let's not go down the Drew McIntyre path because we always do 20 minutes on Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, because the answer can always be Drew McIntyre, and I'm I'm gonna push back. Now I do think that there are people that absolutely you're right that it wouldn't have worked with, but I don't think Drew McIntyre would have been the answer. And I, don't I, th think I think it's a question mark. I don't, I don't think, think it's Seth a for Rollins certain. Would have been the answer either. I think Seth Rollins would be getting exactly the same reaction, and everybody would be on board with Seth Rollins. He would have been fine. Yes, I think those are the two. Of, right, I think outside of those two you're probably right but again i don't know who they could have even considered outside kevin of owens is the only other one but you can't do that again yeah but you can't tell the exact same story and yeah go i was going to, to say almost owens. you you couldn't like do it because we just yeah. saw him do it again and again, and again. i just mean yeah. that's a guy you wouldn't get booed just outright no but i, I think you, you'd have a lot of head scratching yeah it would be extraordinarily puzzling as to why you would have gone from kevin to sammy back to kevin right. like of course no 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 i'm saying without the nuance been... of all of that just 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 the 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 Sammy bomb would not have exploded on him in general um, in uh, any way. All of this is really about that shot to me. And again, going back to the even if I could accept all of this, even if I could accept the premise of Cody winning the title, which I can't. And that's part of my problem. It's not OK. You should not have Cody Rhodes defeating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But they are like that's a Brandon sent me these T-shirts. Jesus Christ. I mean, like they. <laughs> They couldn't be announcing it in the louder. <laughs> Could you um, imagine if they don't have him win the title now? Oh my god! Well, I, mean, well, I, mean, I mean, I'll be the but, only but, happy person. In by America. the way, do you know what that? Do you know what that image is from? That they're that they're parodying? Uh, I don't. Even, I don't remember. It's a no. classic Hulk Hogan um, uh, <laughs> WrestleMania Seven poster. Of course it is. I think it's a Hulk Hogan way, WrestleMania speaking, 7. Speaking of somebody who does did a lot of stupid stuff that shouldn't have been cheered, but was cheered because Hulk Hogan oh. was generically what we wanted. Yep. <laughs> True. Yeah, like, there was a lot of bad. There's no doubt about it. And he eventually got. By, by the way, he eventually did get booed. I, I mean, I, I kind of want to take a that it uh, what Glenn just said to set me down a path. Could you imagine if you do all of this, you make Cody John Cena, you put out these shirts, and then he loses? Like Cody is dead. If he loses at WrestleMania, I, dis I disagree with that. I don't I think he's dead. Hey, I disagree with that. I I I think this Cody is dead, and that would be a good thing. Um, I, I think that the, this, there's a Cody, a real underdogs, this it's almost wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and kind of embarrassing that we're pretending like this is an underdog story The the man was handed an entire company for years. And then when he arrived in WWE, he was treated like the biggest star of stars. Like we're trying to get you to believe that somebody that existed a decade ago is the guy that's about to win the title there. Cody Rhodes is not an underdog in WWE in 2023. Now, if he lost here, he could become an underdog. This is, again, going back into all the problematic storytelling. Like, th this is nonsense that we're pretending like Cody Rhodes winning at WrestleMania is some sort of underdog story. It's not. But if he lost and had to find himself afterwards, you could create a really good underdog story. But they don't want No, him. but outside of kayfabe, it most certainly is an underdog story. You mean no, that's kayfabe? You mean in real life? No, in real no, life, it's an underdog what, story. What do you? Mm, I, I actually think it's the exact opposite. I think in it's the conclusion it's, of an underdog story. It, it, in in, I mean, you're, you're choosing to select the last two no, years be, be, to say no, he's no, not no, an no, underdog. No, no, no. He's he literally is Dusty Rhodes's kid. He's a second generation superstar. He, yeah, and that did not, right. and, the, and that did not help who, him. 
who was put right into a thing with Randy Orton. Like, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, and, it, and it didn't work. In, in kayfabe, you could say it's an underdog story because Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns and anybody is an underdog. Against but that's Roman the, the, is the big, the most stretch that you can go. Brandon, 10 years ago, Cody Rhodes was an underdog. The, the last like five years of his life, he has been the biggest star in every company he's been yes. in. True. For five years to but, try to but winning at I, WrestleMania is the conclusion of that transition. A five year transition? Yes. Because I, nothing matters except for I mean, if you believe, and this is by the way, by this is why ultimately all these guys are gonna end up in WWE because that's the that's the actual success. But that's not an underdog story, that's just well, a culmination story. Well, and, and, that's and not, those be, are two different it, things. And it wouldn't be an underdog here. Like you said, it's a transition story. And right now, the the if where this is the culmination of a 10-year story or whatever, the promos aren't uh, underdog style. It's, I'm every bit as good as you, and I've proven it despite what I was 10 years ago. And that's not the promos he's cutting. I I, I mean, I, I the, the promos have been a little all over the place. Um, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. You know Probably he'll, he'll cut that promo shock, tomorrow. Shocker. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, they look, they trust me, they're not nearly as bad as AEW. Like, I I do understand that, like, it, it was, in fact, I would even say on Monday night, that was the closest they ever came, like, because Roman wasn't as good on Monday night. Like, R Roman on the SmackDown that Brandon and I were at was so good that it was almost embarrassing that Cody Rhodes was in the same ring with him. Roman wasn't quite that good on Monday night, and so it actually almost made them look semi- not even like he was still better than Cody, but it was the closest in the same ballpark. Like Cody was still at the same place. It's just that instead of Roman being a 13, well, he was like an eight the, on Monday night. The one thing I did really appreciate about that promo was that he actually responded to what Roman said. So many times in wrestling right now, you get, you know, basically the John Cena knife speech thing where he just totally disregard and Cody, whether or not it really made sense, Cody actually kind of responded to everything he said and acknowledged what he said. And that's so rare in wrestling these days. I, yeah. I actually kind of appreciated that. Yeah, they just say whatever you want to say. I'll still come back to the thing. Even if I could accept the premise of Cody beating Roman, right? And again, part of the problem is I, I would have no problem with, as I said a billion times, Cody should be winning a belt at WrestleMania. He wrestled with a purple shoulder. He just shouldn't be beating Roman Reigns because we shouldn't be ignoring the most important thing that's existed in professional wrestling for two years. Like, that's the sad part about this. But even if I could accept that premise, it still isn't okay to make that person John Cena. No one wants John Cena. Even to say, hey, we've decided we'll ignore everything because we like this right now, that goes away the minute that it happens. And, and by the way, yeah, it it very much could. Yes, and, and I think especially with the people that are being return uh, rumored to return soon, the idea of who we're probably getting after this feud, I it's going to happen, and it's probably going to happen very very fast. The minute that you give everyone that thing and say, okay, we you know we did the thing that you asked for, now I recognize, wait, you're shoving him down my throat. I, Which is great as long as he's willing to turn heel. If he's willing to do that, it'll all work. But then you you have him going over Roman Reigns to turn heel. Yeah, I don't. Event that, eventually, that, not maybe not immediately. But well, that's what I, Seth, I'm saying. That's what I'm Seth saying, Rollins did. He went over Brock Lesnar and turned heel. He turned heel like six months later. 
That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and and I'm saying, and and he yeah, did it because people people cushion. started. Well, and and I think you know he turned heel because people started to grumble whether you know whether it, it was about no him, exactly. Was about so now him. they know now they know to plan for that. But they also didn't they didn't shove Seth Rollins down our throats nearly as much as they're shoving. I mean they. Well, I would be I, I interested. Think... Hold on, I would be interested to know if that's a short term thing though. Like if they're just trying to make WrestleMania feel like you they they want to make sure that everyone no that they're broadcasting to everybody this is who we want you to be behind this is your Hulk Hogan whatever then WrestleMania is over and it's not as as if that was aggressive. the answer they don't need to do that cockamamie shot at the end of SmackDown man like that that is a different thing <laughs> you don't do that because you need to remind everybody who you're rooting for you do that because you need to remind everybody this is literally the entirety of what we do as a company this it, it is not world wrestling entertainment it is world cody entertainment that's what you're watching never forget it nothing else exists other than cody rhodes and no you no one eat beyond me Beyond me not liking Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, no one wants anyone. I worshipped at the altar of Kurt Angle. I didn't want that. I worshipped at the altar of Daniel Bryan. I didn't want that. We don't want people just shoved down our throat relentlessly. I think it's just a WrestleMania thing. I don't think it's going to be that aggressive I, afterwards. I, I think that even if it's not... I. The writing's on the wall right now. The second that, you know, we talked about it last week. The second that he goes up against somebody mildly interesting to the crowd, um, there's rumors that Randy Orton's going to be coming back right. soon. The second... Yeah, but you could, yeah, but you could easily make him a, a monster heel. They've done it many times. And, and you know what? We're cheering for that monster yeah, heel. Over no, thing, I'll disagree. I'll disagree with you there. I don't think that'll be the case. I think Randy Orton's too good for that. I think that I think that will do a yeah, no. Really... You just said it though. Randy Orton's too good. No, Randy Orton's too good for that. He's good at getting booed. He's good at his job, is what I mean. And I think I, I, I understand what you mean. I just I'm very if because again, when Randy Orton comes back, you have to do an Orton Cody thing, and you have to do it. Yeah, you you do definitely have to do you, that. You have. Well, to I would do say it. there's a couple things there. One, you're obviously going to get monstrous pops for Randy Orton. What you're hoping is that. By having him then deck out Cody Rhodes at the end of the night, people are so angry about that because they were so happy one way. And right. the moment it becomes so shocking that it bothers them so much that you can get that rolling for a few weeks. Is I that the best that way? Where, to... yeah. I mean, I, I just think that the where he was when he got injured, the fact that he is going to have, you know, real life sympathy for going through what he went through and everything and coming back. And we're glad to have him back. I think there's a lot. There's a lot risky about that. I don't think he's going to go right into Cody, right? We'll do I, something. I, mean, I don't know how you don't. Like when, when Randy. Orton I mean, comes he back had a tag team seven... partner. Well, team. He, we don't. We don't even know if he has a tag team partner. Or <laughs> no, not. he. Let's, let's... he ha I said he had one. Yeah, but that's yeah. part of the problem. We don't. We don't know if that's even still a story at this point. Like right. we. We have no idea what that's like, going. To be. When the second Randy Orton comes back, the Randy Cody thing becomes so glaring and has such a spotlight on it that maybe you can do one small thing. Maybe you know if Cody is still involved with Roman Reigns through Backlash or whatever. Let, let's assume Randy's coming back the night please, after WrestleMania. Please say it correctly. Pay Backlash, excuse me. I, I apologize. Um, maybe it just goes through Pay Backlash, but there's no way you can keep them apart 
for more. I mean, you could easily put them on two different shows for however long you need to until it's time Cody for them. Cody can be the on two different shows. Cody's going to be on both shows. We don't know. They're not going to immediately separate the belts. Two, two things. The, the problem with doing that is you run the risk of not getting it then. This is always the thing that we t- and we talked about this with a couple other scenarios last week. That when you purposely try to say, hey, let's keep them away from each other, you're talking about someone, you know, in ra- that you're talking about 40 year old men. Like the idea that right. you know with certainty that both of these guys, that Cody Rhodes is going to stay healthy for another year, that if you said, hey, we'd rather wait and do that at, uh, you know, WrestleMania next year, you're, you're, you're playing with fire when you make those decisions. I, well, do they do the thing where they pretend to be friends for a couple of months and then, but you what do- is, what what does Randy Orton get out of pretending to be friends with Cody for a little while? If he's continuing to feud with the bloodline and he needs super friends, I mean, what, what do you mean? What's he get out of it? Being but, in the main event. Being in, like, I don't Randy understand Orton, why, why you're asking what he gets out of it. He's Randy Orton. He doesn't need to get anything out of anything. No, no, no. It's not about I'm talking about the character. Why would Randy Orton's character care about being Cody Rhodes butt buddy? for? Well, the, didn't the bloodline take him and Riddle out in storyline? Did they not beat the shit out of yeah. both of them? And that's why they're injured? So if yeah. you want to suggest that that Randy Orton is going to feud with Roman Reigns as Cody moves on, I'm good with that. But And that will make their paths cross because they will both be in feuds with the bloodline. You think the bloodline's just going to go away when, Ro- when Cody Rhodes wins the well, title? Most people and says, think that Roman Reigns is going away. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think, I think Roman's doing pay backlash and then we're not seeing him again until SummerSlam. So but those aren't those like two of the next three pay-per-views after WrestleMania there. It's what beginning of May. And I, I keep forgetting they push up SummerSlam. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, th- I, he I, that's him being around. I mean, if he's gone for three months. Well, I, I'm, I'm he's going to be at out. two of the pay-per-views out of the three. I, I keep trying to figure out the line. Are you is your suggestion that Randy Orton is facing Roman Reigns at pay backlash? Or that he's facing him at SummerSlam. And if that's the case, I'm not telling you I'm opposed to it. I, I think I, I think it's it's one version of him facing Roman Reigns or him being involved in the bloodline. If, you if know, Cody is winning the belts, he shouldn't be involved friends. in a match that's not for the belt. Like it this goes back to the inherent problem that they have. They shouldn't be doing pay-per-views without championship matches. So Cody should not be working in any sort of like faction moving forward against the bloodline if he's winning the belt he should be the champion defending the belt at that point and no longer involved with the bloodline what if, what if it's like a six-man tag with everything on the line i mean if it's with everything on the line i i guess but then if you're randy orton why don't you want to win the belt well i in, in that situation well, he wants revenge first and he wants well, the belt in, after in, by the way in that situation randy orton's not involved with that match yeah right i mean that yeah that, i mean that, unless that, unless unless solo's winning you know the one, one of the other belts or something and then you have all of them that's the yeah, only other way that eight man tag and had put everything on the line yeah i don't <laughs> I, I yeah that that's a that's wild dog <laughs> like that is, I mean, I, I mean that wasn't inherent, my idea I'm not inherently against it but it's wild I, I mean it's it's so hard to like you have to tell so many stories within that because then like I'm just saying you have more people that are mad at the bloodline you've got reasons to I I understand that but what I would say is do Randy Orton and the two of them against the bloodline at that point right like just get Cody Rhodes away. whoever whoever is the champion should be doing championship matches Cody versus Solo and then. 
the bloodline, uh, you know, the remaining bloodline versus Randy, Sammy, yes. and Kevin. Or, or Cody versus Seth and not moving on. I know we've decided that Cody Rhodes has ended the bloodline, so let him end the bloodline and move on. Like, just there is no reason for your champion to still not be doing championship. We have to get back to the place where there are championship matches on pay-per-views and the champion is defending the belt and there is a functional storyline that goes with that. It can't always be. Yes, if you want to make it solo, fine. That seems rushed, right? Like, that doesn't seem like that's where you should be going next. I also, they it feels it feels belt. kind of safe though. Like what you just said, move on to Seth. Hell no, do not move on to Seth. Well, because you're scared about what that does for Cody. I get that. Yeah, part, right. <laughs> like that you're doing that just to make sure that you're protecting Cody for a little while. Fine. All right, I'll listen to that. I'll listen to the argument of not of not ruining Cody in the process. All right, we I've I've gotten it all out of my system. We can move on. We can talk about other things that are not Cody related, and then inevitably, when you say something, I'll get right back to complaining about it. That's the way that it will go. <laughs> All right, so obviously we believe they're going to do the right thing and we are going to get the greatest WrestleMania pre-show match of all time and it's definitely going to be Bobby Lashley versus Ryback, correct? <laughs> <laughs> it's the moment we've all waited for. It's the thing. Do, let's do the right thing that you, you guys said. WrestleMania is about giving the people what they want. We need to get the pre-show match of all pre-show matches Bobby Lashley, Ryback, that's the one. Put it in motion. Let's get it done. We only have one week left. Sure. More big meaty men flapping meat. I'm all I'm all in for it. All right, so who's Bobby Lashley going to face at WrestleMania? The, the report is they have a plan now, right? I, I, I believe I saw that. <laughs> what does that mean, though? No, the I don't plan, know. No, I, the, I, the, I guess... the plan could mean they don't have a plan. Well, no, I mean... What? The uh, I, the plan could mean that there's nothing happening. Plan could mean. Oh no, that's not what it's. That's not what it said. It said they have an opponent. But I. I but. <sighs> so who is it? I mean, I that's mean, the only. Assuming that it's not an outside person, the only person who like it, L.A. Knight. I don't like that. I mean, my I think my idea was best. I think it should be Bronson Reed. I I think that is an actual real match with an actual real person you're trying to push. Um, to me, that's the match. L.A. Knight I think needs to do something a little more charactery. Um, I don't know if him just getting killed by Bobby. L I mean, unless I don't it think leads he should to get killed by Bobby Lashley, I think that would be nuts for him to just get killed. I mean, by Bobby. that would be in line with what's happening to him currently. Uh, but I, think I can't see a world in which all of a sudden he can wrestle a 10 minute match with Bobby Lashley and look like he's going to win Here's based on what they're doing. Wait, I got a question with what you just said. Are they trying to push Bronson Reed? Like Bronson <laughs> Reed's fine. Like he he's has he lost place. a match? No, but, but they've given like, him an entrance. That, I think profile. I think that's the the better argument for they think that there's something there is that they gave him an entrance. Yeah. Um, now again, Karrion Cross had an entrance, and there's nothing there. So you know, entrances alone don't mean anything. As I said, I I like Bronson Reed well and fine, but I I think he is at best a monster of the week. I don't think anything more than that. No. I, I think he can be more than that, but I don't think that's what he is right now. Yeah, I mean, he could be more than that. I don't I don't know that. I just I think that that's the way that's his path. His path to me looks like a monster of the week path. Um, 
if you want to do that, do that. I would be more inclined to say if you're doing that, you better have Bobby Lashley kill Bronson Reed. And that's the bummer is that that doesn't help Bronson. I just don't see any world in which there's some we need to have Bronson Reed, you know, have a moment against Bobby Lashley because there is no build to it. You just be doing it for the sake of doing it. Um, well, but yeah, but because the match they planned on can't happen. So I, they're I mean, you can't. Is there take... any chance they put him into the IC title match? Oh, my God, please. <laughs> like, that might be great. If you're saying, like, what is the best use of Bobby Lashley right now? You know, understanding this is you're kind of panicking right now. And yes, whatever you do is going to be a little bit. Clumsy. Put him in the Brocco Moss match. <laughs> yes. Like, why not? Um, What if they what if they what if they have Big E and they could do wow. That the surprise opponent is Big E. No, because Big E's got to win, and I don't want I don't I don't want that for Bobby. Like I, Why? I get it. I don't want Bobby Lashley. I love Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's been I've watched I've again like an idiot watched professional wrestling every week for the last year, and Bobby Lashley's been golden, and he doesn't deserve to just lose a match to somebody who's returning at WrestleMania. He's too good for that. Like the, Bobby Lashley should be beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That's how good he's been for the last year. I don't want that for Bobby Lashley. I, I, I hate but that's not like a, sh- a shitty position. But, I mean, I don't but, think fighting so, a returning Big E in a great match and losing just, is he, a bad. No, he just doesn't want him to lose. Period. Yeah, there, there is an answer there, and it, it would be it's a little awkward right now. But again, we're acknowledging that anything they do right now with Bobby Lashley would be a little bit awkward. But just in the idea that we don't know if he's a face heel or whatever, Damian Priest. Okay. I mean, it's for the sake of having him do something. And and you think Bobby Lashley would win that match? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. They, they look, man. I love Damian Priest, but they have made it abundantly clear that they are not concerned about what they do to Damian Priest. <laughs> like, there's just nothing there. I just, I just could see Triple H thinking that that would be a moment to to put him over or something, like they've done with Baron Corbin in the past. You know, like okay, well, this is a guy we want you to. Take what, seriously, what in, we're gonna randomly put him over at WrestleMania or whatever. What indication is there that they feel that way about him? No other indication, than we, other than I know that Triple H likes him, right? But and that it, they would just say, "Look, we're gonna put this young guy." I don't, I don't. He's not even young. He's not, I was gonna say he's not young at all. Okay, but, so I, I mean, as a character, I think there's two different things that are going on here. By allowing Bobby Lashley to tweet the way that he's been tweeting. It almost has to be somebody. That's the. Th- I think you set yourself up that if you just announce some match. On Monday night, you create an amount of disappointment that you didn't need to create if you just had told Bobby Lashley, stop tweeting. I think, or or, Lord knows, Bobby Lashley, it wasn't his idea. You know what I mean? Like, there's no world that Bobby Lashley was sending these tweets out. Like, stop. So you set this up by having Bobby Lashley tweet. There better be a real payoff here. So the question becomes, what can be viewed as a real payoff? Now, to your point, Big E would definitely feel like a real payoff. There's no doubt about that. The problem is, as you and I talked about, or we brought up on the show last week, they've been weirdly running Bobby Lashley back to the face side in recent weeks. Yeah. So to go the other way again makes him full on big show at some point. I like, mean, he already kind of is. Yeah, but you can dance around that because, you know, he looks like a billion dollars. And he because was, Brock was, is a little undefined as well. And, and, so. and again, and same with Bray. And just you just kind of acknowledge, yeah, this has been a mess. This is awkward. But we're, we're telling you now what he is. But literally the last time we saw him, he was a face again. And so to just go immediately from that for no reason to two weeks later being a heel is 
as a tough scene, bro. Like I'm I'm not good yeah. with that. Well, unless something significantly changes, at least we know who it won't be. <laughs> it won't be Goldberg. Oh yeah. Right. Thank yeah. God. Wait, Thank God. what if, what if that's the Randy Orton answer? Okay. What okay. Gold, Goldberg? No. no. No, Bobby Lashley. Oh shit. Yeah, but I'm, guess who's winning the match? Well, and that's the that is the first way that you could you could sell me on if you let those two dudes have a shit kicker, like a full on shit kicker that made me want more of it. I could stomach the idea of him losing that, right? Get let them have. But a he can't lose the biggie because I don't believe they'd let those two dudes have a. You know, I, I remember when I said I was yes, stay missing on this show. Um, yeah, I don't, we both we both. Swore too I much know, I'm sorry, but I was doing a good job of it, unlike you. Uh, I've no, actually been doing much but better. You've definitely been better. There's no question you've been better. But I've been, I, I've really been, a, I don't think they would let those two dudes have the match they would let Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley have. Um, oh, so I, I see on Wrestle Votes that a match versus LA Knight isn't planned as of now, but has been discussed for over a week now. Well, yeah, of course it's been discussed because he's one of the few guys you feel should be on the show that's not. Right. But that's it's it's still a problem though. Triple H has LA Knight as a backup for a segment slash match with the ex WWE champion, which could also involve Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? (laughs) Show it for everyone ever rumored. Is this NXT? (laughs) What on earth? Might as well have Ric Flair in there as well. Hang on, how do you make that work? (laughs) Like, hang on a second. How do you make uh, no, this- let me read this in, in its entirety? Okay. And this is retweeted by Wrestle Votes with a comment added. It says Bobby Lashley will still be at WrestleMania. This is from 10 hours ago. Bobby Lashley will still be at WrestleMania, even if Bray Wyatt can't make the show. Wrestle Votes tells Give Me Sport. Triple H has LA Knight as quote unquote backup for a segment slash match with the ex WWE champ- champion, which could involve Stone Cold Steve Austin too. Right, hang on, Aaron. Where are we with Wrestle Votes? Wrestle Votes has definitely reported some stuff. Uh, okay. I, I they've been relatively remember. accurate in my yeah. I feel they, like we had a problem with Wrestle Votes at one point. I feel like they, we, I feel like they have reported some. Like they're not a hundred percent, but they are. They definitely know something. They have okay. someone on the inside. They I just I I can't figure out the way to make that work for everybody involved. The problem is like it, so what you do. Is you have LA Knight come out, you know, cut a promo, then Stone Cold comes out, interrupts him, and then he says, you know, you want a match? I'm, I'm not, you know, I, it's not for me, but that just so happens to be that a friend of mine is ready, and he brings out Bobby Lashley, and then Bobby Lashley beats LA Knight. The problem is, it, it's not reading the room on LA Knight to do that, right? Like, it, it, it can borderline work. face right now, right? It can either work. that or they do the house show thing where LA Knight says you know that he's going to wrestle Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley catches him in the hurt lock like immediately taps out then he says I wasn't ready for that I want to fight someone else and then Stone Cold comes out or you go the other way with it where he's in the hurt lock immediately you go low blow with it so the match ends Uh, DQ yeah yeah DQ and then they're like oh this can't can't be this way where did you think of that ending from (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there uh, isn't there someone else who just did that? Yeah, it's real weird how that worked, huh? Yep. Real weird how that's the case. Um 
but it, yeah, it just none of it feels like it's reading the room correctly, man. Like it that feels like what you do to Baron Corbin and L.A. Knight. It should not be getting Baron Corbin in this moment. Like he's proved he's a thing. Could they just do it because it's all they've got? Yeah, they could do something like that because it's all they've got. Absolutely. But I still would say that you've been you shouldn't be tweeting the way that you've been having Bobby Lashley tweet unless there was a real payoff. And Randy Orton is close enough to a real payoff. It you know, like if if there was a an NXT guy that I was okay with losing, I would I would say I just don't know Grayson Waller. Yeah. It it's it doesn't fit for Mania. If this was some no. other show, I would say it, but yeah. probably not Mania. No, it doesn't fit for Mania. But I, you know, Randy Randy Orton's a great answer. If you I know, still think Big E is a good answer, I want something else for Big E. It's I, it, the, the the problem with Big E is that it, it turns into it's purely a Big E moment. Yeah. Well, Randy Orton, you can make a case as a, you know, those guys have the stare down and everything. The just the story, even though it's both coming off of injury and everything, the Big E thing is but so don't you much have this, bigger. Yeah, but you also have the same problem with Randy Orton that you would have with Big E as far as Bobby Lashley being a face, right? Yeah, I no, think that, that's I, definitely no, a problem. I, th- but I, I think, think you, you can, can do a bigger. Are weird. I think you can do a better tweener thing with Randy Orton. You can't do a tweener thing at all with Big E. You can absolutely do a tweener. Hey, Randy Orton's back. These guys like each other. But coming they, off the injury, you can do that? You can have a pop moment for Randy Orton. And then, like I said, do a killer match where the guys are just going at it and everybody is happy at the end of it, right? Like, just do a an respect awesome match at the end. Exactly right. Okay. And and save it that way. The Big E moment has to just be Big E. Like, it forces the other person involved to be the guy that we hate. Like, it we we don't need a match. We don't need. We just want to see Big E. Like we, you are not to Aaron's point. You are almost not part of the story here any longer. Whereas Randy Orton, it'll be cool to see him. It's pop, but he didn't. We didn't really think that Randy Orton's career was over. Um, we thought Big E's career and maybe his life were over in that moment. So it, it it's not the same in that way. And I do think they're different because of it. Um. You know, could you make it work? You know, maybe. I, I, if uh, you trust the Big E can do that type of match at this point, and whew, a part of it is I'm going to be really nervous with Big E whenever he comes back. Like I almost just want him to do three minute matches for a little while. Like, dude, you, you don't want to see a spear through the ropes. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I. I I, I mean, and you also here's the thing, you also need the new day involved with all of that. Like it's right. so much with the Big E return. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very different to me. All right, what else cuz I got some thoughts that I want to share about NXT. So what else in the main roster? I don't want to talk about Drew McIntyre too much. I mean, I'm looking forward to that match. I'm at a point where I, I, if you tell me who should win, it should be Gunter. But if it's not Gunter, I'm, I'm kind of convinced it should be Sheamus. I think that what yeah. they've told with Sheamus is actually really good and really emotional. You know, like I will actually legit pop when if Sheamus won that title. Also, you could do this in a way where we get more um, <laughs> Gunter Sheamus because Sheamus can pin Drew McIntyre, and then. 
Gunter needs I, a rematch. I don't, like, I don't like that after, you know, big, lengthy, ru- dominant runs where it's... I mean, but, but I'm telling you, if one of those other guys are winning, he, they're not pinning Gunther. That, that's a lock. I, I would put money on that. The, if, 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 if Sheamus or Drew are winning the match, Gunther's so, uh, not well, taking the pin. And, and you know what? And that's why, again, it should be Sheamus. Because the Sheamus is for the accomplishment to get the, the title on the resume, and then you can have Gunther win it right back. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, okay, like, yeah. If you're if you're doing that, whoever's like, going to beat Gunther should beat Gunther. They shouldn't just beat him in a triple threat match. I mean, yes. I, that sucks. Hey, for the record, I thought that was clumsy on Friday with how they got there. I thought it it didn't require, like, what, what did Gunther think was going to happen when he? Yeah, why are they attacking? Well, why I are mean, they, that, yeah. that's wrestling trope one hundred and one. But, but that's always... it's, it, but it's what I keep. It's just not necessary. Like, yeah, I agree. You can do something else there. Anything. You can just have those guys fight the hell out of each other for for 20 minutes and a double count out or something like that. You don't. I, I, I hate. Those are little things about pro wrestling that I hate because why make Gunther look stupid in the process? Especially like you wanna... Gunther, the ring, the ring general who, you know cares about the ring so much that's my point like yeah. it, it's just not necessary to do this it's a little thing it does it pales in comparison to my complaints about you know like the the the, the roman cody stuff but it's such a small pro wrestling thing that it's unnecessary for you to do that you're so worried about protect to brandon's point you're not going to let somebody pin gunter right because you're worried about protecting him maybe worry about protecting someone from looking like a dumbass maybe yeah. maybe yeah. every now and then think about that part that it's getting pinned isn't as bad as just looking like an idiot. And you look like an idiot in that process. Ah, I came out and I'm not going to have a match at WrestleMania. Have you never paid it? This is this. You say you love this sport. <laughs> have you never watched it before? <laughs> Only Kevin Owens watches the show. Right. And correct. Brock Lesnar. No, wait, no. Brock Lesnar specifically says he doesn't watch the show. Well, Roman Reigns watched the episode when James <laughs> talked to it. So stupid. Uh, uh, all right. Um. So, Brandon, did, did you want to talk about the showcase thing real quick? Oh God, the showcase thing. I, it's just so. Look, what, if you just want to do these matches, do them, and don't pretend. Don't pretend like they're a thing. Like calling a showcase match. Well, you know what we call that? A match. Like, you know what else is weird? That the women have to earn their way in the match, and then the men's match is just like, here are the teams. Yeah. It's, it, and, and why do you care about earning your way in the match? And the answer is because you want to be on WrestleMania. By the way, does that mean this is the death, finally, of the Andre? Like, I think so, yeah. They found something... They don't even get a trophy for this. They by the, found by the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on record to say I'd rather have the Andre. I'd rather have at least mm-hmm. one of the Andres I, instead of... I don't of... know. Like, with what... Like, I, I'm in on Alpha. <laughs> Everything going on with Alpha Academy for a year now, but yes. especially lately. Like, that's the thing. A well, that's fair. If they Alpha can make... Academy. Yeah, you're right. If they can yep. make this all about Otis, then... But again, this goes back... It goes back to everything I talked about with the Andre, and it goes back to what I just said. Anything... You literally did a segment to to shout out at everyone about how meaningless this match is with the Adam <laughs> Pierce bit with Chelsea Green. Like it's it's so embarrassing. Don't do that segment. Just have Chelsea Green approach Adam Pierce in the back. 
There is no reason why you had to go out of your way to remind everyone how meaningless the match was. You you announced, you cut to a segment to announce how mean. So tell me about these showcase matches. Yep, I can't. So, Chelsea, what's up? <laughs> it was so painfully bad. All you have to do is put the words. We can make fun of, um, you know, and we do. We make fun of constantly the way that AEW does this because they do these matches and then they just blow off the the title shot the next week because they don't actually matter. It's just for the sake of getting a bunch of people on the card, right? But at least the match itself has a purpose. Like, yeah, at least they do the title match. Correct. <laughs> like, right. Even if we make fun of it, we, they'd still do the match. It, it would be nice if it mattered for real, but at least it matters a little bit, which these don't even matter. There's no reason why you couldn't announce that you're doing two matches for future title shots. Like, why can't you just put that in there for the sake of elevating the match at WrestleMania? Why can't you just do that? I Sorry. <laughs> I, I might no, do. I mean, it's true. It, it's the easiest thing in the world to do is say number one contender. The number one contender match is literally the easiest fix in wrestling. And it doesn't even have because I can understand that it's a complicated situation right now. Right. Like and you don't know if you're going to split the belts up again. You don't even have to say number one contender. You can just say for a future. We don't have a Royal Rumble for tag teams. We don't have a money in the bank for tag teams. You can just say for a future title match. And deal with it, right? Do, do, like, you know what the dumbest part of it is? Is the women's one where you have tag titles that aren't going to be defended. And and then you have this meaningless four-way title match or four, four-way tag team match. Are we really match. not having Ronda on the card, by the way? They're, no, what? they're going to be in that match. In the four-way match. Oh, Ronda and Shotzi are one of the spoiler teams. Boy, to do. That, they could, if if Ronda's healthy, they could still win the belts back before then. By the way, they absolutely could. Yeah, still... but if they, but if they do, then that that match will be for the belts because they're it, uh, reportedly it, they're in the match. If they're in the match, but, you know, if they're they're what are they? They're going to win the titles on Monday and defend them at WrestleMania. Well, that was always my thought process. My thought process was always to do it that way because it's yeah. Well, no, no, I, no, I was no, thinking no. that I, too. I, I I thought that they could win it and defend it, but. Win it, you know, five or six days before the WrestleMania. How is or, any, or, how is that any worse than not having a title match? No, do you know yeah. what would be? No, do you know what would be way better? You have Carmella and Chelsea Green win the titles because that's who you do that Ooh. to, right? Well, I like, I don't, I kind of like that a little because bit. they're that that plays into their character. Like they yeah. win it in a shitty way somehow. They win the tag titles, and then of course they're going to lose them in this match. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. And, or, and so, or, or you suddenly take this match and you make it so that like it's on night one and on night two the winners get to face. That would be great. You know, I, like, I I like that, but I I will well, say I mean, that's what they not, did last year. Yeah, right. well, they're not going to do that. They're just going to have a meaningless yeah. match. Like that's right. the way it's yeah. going. To so the, the the but the spoiler teams it's Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Natalia, Shotzi, and Carmella and Chelsea Green. I mean, those are the tag teams on the roster. Yes. But wasn't it Natalia and Tegan Knox? It was for a it, minute. Natalia's teamed with like half the roster. So anyway, that's that's who would the again wrestle vote, so take it for what it's worth. But well, I mean, it's fine. I, it, again, it's logical. Those are yes. the teams. Yeah, correct. It yeah. is logical. I agree with that. But right. I do love Carmella and Chelsea Green as a team. I love I that. like I like Carmella and Chelsea Green as a team. I would like if these matches meant something. That's it. That's yep. all I need for. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I, Brandon, I guess you're the reason you're not bothered by it is because you assumed it was coming. NXT's gone full on 
we're just you know, can I can I interest you in everything all of the time, right? Like it's full on. We're just gonna do a bunch of you know orgy matches. Um, you're getting the championship match, so enjoy that. Now everything else is going to be everyone in a match, and that's <laughs> that's a bummer to me for WrestleMania weekend. It's a bummer to me that they couldn't have built four really good storyline matches, and instead they're just saying here's everyone and let's see what happens. I'm bummed by that. To the to the to their credit, the Wesley thing is actually in line with the storyline that they're that and they're if doing. That was the only one on the card. Correct. No, correct. Everything else makes it worse. Right. By doing everything else, you it, it loses sight of that being a thing. I mean, yeah. what this what this felt like to me is they've going back to you know years now. They found a really good rhythm in these four to five match cards, these two hour cards. And it felt like they were heading that direction again. Maybe not the best card ever, but, you know, four to five really solid stories, really solid bills. And then they were, for whatever reason, decided, well, we, because it's WrestleMania weekend, we need to expand this card. We need to make this a, a more WWE pay-per-view card. And so they're throwing in, you know, everything that they've thrown in, basically. I, I, I truly, I will say, though, if you watch the show, if you really watch the show, the only match that's really out of nowhere is the Gallus Creed Brothers D'Angelo match. Like well, no, that kind I mean, of just you're you're qualifying out of nowhere. They had their women's champion pretend like she was having like oh, okay, no, you can count that one. But 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 again, that's been going on for three weeks. That I I I I thought you were saying they booked the whole pay-per-view on Tuesday. No, I mean that they're just doing a bunch of Bukaki match. Like, yes, no, they are doing that. Yes, they like, are doing that. Of of throwing a million people into a match. Like every yeah, but the Chase, Chase University thing is has been a storyline. Whether I, you want to, they've been they've been feuding with Schism for a month. Right, but I admittedly missed the part with Tyler Bate. Like somehow I completely Yeah, missed and he Tyler was her Bate yoga well. teacher or whatever. And and, and that's yeah. it's forced but still like even for you to say well they've been doing it for a couple weeks it's still forced it, right? it's, it's, it's kind of here's forced, the other yeah here's the other thing I, I i think i just counted this correctly seven matches 32 wrestlers competing yeah. <laughs> it's insane like it's insane like you half expect them to be like all right trick williams you're in the title match too you know like you, you and by the way like with the women's division, this comes on the heels of them not, they've been doing three person matches for forever. Like, when was the last time we just got a good one on one women's match on a pay per view? Because I know they did the, uh, the, 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 Mandy, one. the Mandy Rose match right before she lost, right? Was, uh, and how many months ago are we talking about? God, now? I mean, Mandy Rose isn't even been in the company. Is that for... October? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, this is just, I mean, it wasn't a pay-per-view, but she took on um, Mika. Right. Yeah. And I said that it was on a pay-per-view because yeah. like that was a, a good one-on-one match on. When a... was the last NXT? No, wait, wait. The, the Mandy Mako match was a triple threat, wasn't it? No, it was. She she fought somebody else. Didn't she? It was I, Mandy I went... Mako and um, was it Kaylee Ray? Who, who was the third in that match in the, the, the whatever they called the war war of the world or whatever they called it. Hold oh God, on. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I mean, I don't even know what all the pay-per-views were. I can't even remember what right. they all were. Um, wh- Was it the SummerSlam? I mean, when's the last time they did a pay-per-view? When? I... No, they did a pay-per-view on 
the Royal Rumble weekend. They did a paper. They did deadline in December. They've been doing pay per views. Was was de- deadline a paper? Yeah, that was a pay per view. What's the what was the Royal Rumble one called? Uh, I don't remember what it was called. Was it like in your house or some? Or was it like one of those throwbacks? Wait, wait, was that one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Hang on a second. And um, and I'm having trouble pulling up the list because they don't list like NXT event chronology anymore. Right, right. Uh, I don't think they do that. <laughs> NXT pay per view. Maybe we have to call them PLEs and they'll come up. History. Okay, here, here, here we go. So we have. Uh, so there wasn't a Royal Rumble. There was the Vengeance Day. Which was oh yeah, the, so it wasn't Royal Rumble, right? It was after. It was after deadline. Royal so okay, so world's what did she did? Mandy have a match at Halloween Havoc? Was that oh a, man? I oh, you know that, that was that was Mandy versus Alba Fire. But I was Halloween Havoc a pay per view or was it a episode? Who knows, <laughs> dude? I my, okay, we're we're getting yeah. lost. Yeah, my my point being that we just can't get. Like that—that's the saddest one of all. You finally came away with a credible champion and separated her, only to just do another one of these things. Like it's just—I'm bummed by that. I'm bummed that we have so little of this on this card. They have—we have two one-on-one matches, one of which involves someone who's not a, on NXT. And again, in storyline, it's the—it's the you know the second best storyline on the card. Um, the women's tag title match is a good one. You know, like that's. That's I get, I'll give you that. That's the list. That's it. That's what you got. You have two matches between two NXT performers that are one-on-one matches. Yeah, yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah, and, and yeah, and Halloween Havoc was the last time they did a one-on-one pay-per-view match. I looked through all the, the all the rest were multiple like Iron Survivor match and right and all that. Yeah. <sighs> oh, Blair Davenport was the other person involved in that Make of Salamora match. Got that Blair Davenport was a thing. I yep. forgot about that entirely. All right. Um, AW for this week. I, you know, obviously the main event was great, but it's another one of those things where Yeah. It know, was it was unbelievably great. Yep, but it was really but, great. But half of the, your fan base didn't know who that person was. I, I definitely did not. We're all just supposed to pretend like that's okay. Like it's cool because you you said so. So and again, the match was great, but my God, like what when when it was announced, everybody was freaking out about it. I'm like, I I gotta be honest with you, I like professional wrestling, and I don't know what this is. I I it was really good though. Yeah, of course, it was very good. It was. But, but here's the thing: you want to see more of that guy, to be fair, but, but, but you're not going to see it on AEW probably. But, right. but here's the thing. I don't tune in to AEW to watch great matches. I tune in to watch QTV. That's, that's what true. I. That's a good point. That's the reason. That is the I segment watch. I was looking forward to the most. That's you know what I. I'm sorry. That's a hundred percent correct. Hundred <laughs> percent accurate. Um, you know, I think I thought it. It actually gave you a strong moment with um, you know, like Hangman Page announcing himself very much as a top face. Um, the yes. way the crowd popped, I thought that was great. Um, if I, 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 neither of the bucks is legitimately hurt, correct? I, I don't think so. So is there a reason? I guess my question would be, why would we do Paige and Omega versus, you know, Moxley and Claudio instead of doing the elite versus Moxley, Claudio and Wheeler? I think they want to tell the story of bringing Paige and Omega back together. And I think they want to 
you know, obviously, goddamn, we're gonna have Don Callis doing all kinds of stuff. But I, I, that was interesting to me too. The interaction between Omega and Don Callis felt like the setting up for him to ditch Don Callis. Well, I think the other way around. I think they're setting up him to turn on. I mean, I think there was something before the match, right? And then, and then the very clear thing well, se- after the match. Separate them at the very least. Yeah. Whether, but it, well, but it felt like he, they, they made, they, they had a comment in there that was like, well, it's almost a blessing that your friends got the shit beat out of them because now you can wrestle a solo match. And I was like, well, that was kind of a weird comment to throw in there, right? That like he was, not happy that they were going to the hospital, but he kind of said that he oh, was. No, that's exactly what they, I thought they were. I thought they were portraying a separation. Yeah. And did, if you want to say it's going to be, Don, but Don Callis ditching Omega for who? I, I, hopefully not. Oh, yeah. The other I mean, guys. Yeah. That's, I mean, what I'm, thinking, that's what I'm worried about. I was yeah, worried that he the was. Blackpool Combat Club yeah. to, to be the William Regal. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Like, right. <laughs> but, but, but I was very concerned with like, that's what they were portraying there because who beat up the young bucks. And if it wasn't them, then that's interesting to me. If it wasn't them, but they're trying to make it look like it was them because they attacked Omega later. Um, that's a little more interesting to me, but to me that I feel like they were trying to tell us it was them and, and maybe we're supposed to believe that. And it ends up being something else. I don't know. Is it, you know, I, I, I'm fine with us supposed to think it's them and it being them too. To be fair, right. But, I guess but, but the only be- problem I would have is he brings some cockamamie group in, you know, like uh, who was that yeah, random that- group they had come attack people, and we were trying to, we were supposed to believe that 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 we cared about. Oh, oh Parker, God, what- Parker Bordeaux's. Yeah. The, oh yeah. And, or the- either them or the like that group or the um the 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 Jeff Jarrett group or whatever, you know, like the, the, yeah. They, they yeah. like to have groups beat people up. I don't I think, know. I, I think this is a really unique opportunity to just be done with Don Callis and recognize that he doesn't. Yeah, I hope so. He yeah. doesn't add anything. Like he had sparkly shoes on. Good. God bless him. <laughs> may, may he have sparkly shoes for for forever. But I thought that was a cool bit at the end where they, he fell and made it sound like Hangman hit him, and then you know was trying to tell Kent. It's a. I, I, I guess again, I can get the argument for why Hangman and Omega together is a big deal, and maybe if what you're doing is that for an in between, like well, I don't know if they have a an advanced you know dynamite between now and the pay per view, like something that fighter for fighter 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 fight um, fight forever fight right fight all whatever the time. if they've got one of those shows between now and then they can do most of those in the summer, but if they've got one of those. If you want to do, you I know, feel like there's a big market coming up for them. Okay, if there's in the a, next or a couple months, market so. sure. Um, if they want to do a Hangman, you know, Omega match there, and then bring the Bucks back in, I just sort of like my guess. My question would be, what are you doing with the Bucks? Like, are you just eliminating them from the equation altogether? Um, I, I would still think that there is a better decision to be made for the pay-per-view match to be the elite versus the Blackpool Combat Club um, when you ultimately get there. Like, if you want to do that in the meantime, I think that makes sense. But I, I think that there's a big missing piece, which is you you can only, unless there's a legitimate injury, you can only write the bucks off for so long by having well, someone the, back them. With the pay-per-view being Memorial Day weekend, maybe that is the plan, that it's going to be the the reunited elite Against the black right. hole, and, and and that is the paper. You know it, that was the um the last year's the Anarchy in the Reno Stadium Stampede. Before that is the the team pay per view. Other than the you know blood and guts special, 
When did when did they do that? Blood and guts. That yeah. was a month after. That's uh, last year was June, uh, late June. So they do and... all of those. Shows. They do blood and guts, fighter fest, fight for the fighter, fight. For oh the... yeah. Oh, I, I I looked at last. Those year. are almost always summer events. Yeah. yeah. So so last last year it was um so fought after Memorial Day it was Road Rager, blood and guts, Royal Rampage, fighter fest for two weeks, um, quake by the lake, Jesus. and then yeah. Oh, and they're apparently doing another Forbidden Door, right? Isn't that the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's in yeah. June as well, right? And that's in Canada, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot there. There's a lot going on. All right, very good. Uh, let's get some plugs in. Aaron. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DA Oster. And if you're coming out to Vegas for any reason, come to the Circus. Circus great. Brandon. We just announced uh, Less Than Jake is playing their Hello Rock View album all the way through. Cool. Uh, they're calling the tour Welcome to Rockview Tour. It's Tuesday, July 18th. Uh, and we also have Tim Heidecker coming to Ramshead Live doing the Two Tims tour. So he's going to have, he's going to do his comedy and have his band play. Um, I can't remember what the band is called. Uh, the Very Good Band and the No More Bullshit. I, whatever that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. I'm familiar with Tim and Eric. I'm not familiar with this. Right. Anyway, I'm, I'm a great salesperson. Um, yeah, got to get tickets now. Got to get tickets. August 8th. Uh, tickets are available now. Ramsedlive.com at Ramsedlive on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio for me. GlennClarkRadio.com at AJ Francis 410 for him, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Out. Uh, you forgot about the big one fight for the right to party. 